Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted. I am here with OG Will and Ref Thick as Fuck, Ref Amy Veronica. We are uh, we are here to talk all things professional wrestling, but of course we have our show topics tonight. Before we get there, though, please remember to like, comment, share, subscribe. Follow us across all of your, our social media platforms at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And make sure to hit that subscribe button if you are watching on YouTube. If you're not watching on YouTube, go watch on YouTube. All right, my friends, we are, uh, are going to jump in this week. We've got a, a relatively short episode for you tonight. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, a little bit about some current event stuff happening in professional wrestling. And uh, we want to start by talking a little bit about this new gimmick judgment day. Uh, the judgment day stable is what, you know, what they're, what they're calling it uh, from edge. I'll throw bring back the pay-per-view for a second. Oh man. <laughs> Listen, can you imagine if the stable so successful that they can actually bring back the pay-per-view and name it? Good Lord. Them? I mean, they did day one. Why not Judgment Day? Just saying. Um, Isn't Judgment Day the one, the pay-per-view that Edge cashed in for the first time? No, that was no, New Year's Revolution. Oh, that was New Year's Revolution. Uh, yeah, yeah. I only remember that because that was like the, the second time I ever ordered a pay-per-view was for that. And I didn't even get to watch it on the TV. I had to watch it on my parents' old desktop computer monitor. <laughs> and we had dial-up RCN internet. And um, I'm, I'm sitting there like, oh no, don't freeze! Don't freeze! <laughs> <laughs> me and my me and my buddy uh, me and my buddy Matt we wa- used to watch it. Shout out to Matt. Matt's a listener. He's, uh, he, he's over in Japan. So, shout out to Matt. Okay. What's up, Matt? Ari, love you, man. Love you. Um, so let's talk a little bit about this Edge gimmick. Um, obviously, it's a it's a big departure from where he was. Uh, you know, even just uh, six months ago, um, we have this this big turn for him, making him a heel going into WrestleMania. Uh, the addition of Damian Priest into the stable there have been lots and lots and lots of theories about who's going to be added to the stable next a lot of people hoping Rhea Ripley will get added um you know I see I said that and Amy all of a sudden got a got butterflies in her I actually have a I think someone else should go in instead of Rhea Rhea Ripley I also have an idea of who else is going to be in this all right well we can get to that we can get to that so um this new gimmick uh first of all it's very um Undertakery <laughs> and Ministry of Darkness. It's very purple. Very purple. Very edge, purple. Edge, edge legit called out fans on Monday night for for worrying about the fact that he's using the Undertaker's purple lights. Um, I don't know if either of you guys caught that in his promo. No, I missed that. Uh-huh. He was like, you guys are so worried about me using the Undertaker's lights. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like, like He's sitting in the chair making fun of everybody. It was perfect. It was perfectly timed. Um so uh, you know, I hope 
that uh, that this continues to be successful. I'm interested in it right now, for sure. Um, let's start with the basic yay or nay. Are you interested in this? Is it holding your attention? Let's start with Ref Amy. So it is holding my attention because the the stable, the idea of Judgment Day, the stable, has a lot of potential. And we discussed this in the um, previous segment that we did where we're talking about Randy Orton and how he's now in, like, this mid-card, like, tag level, and he is elevating people in that level. And I think the same thing is true with Edge. Mm. Like, Edge can't always be in the main event picture because you have to let other guys do it. So this is a good use of him. And as so – because – He's been getting hurt a lot, so you don't want him wrestling all the time. So having these people around him, elevating Damian Priest, even though Damian Priest is also in his late 30s, he's not that much younger than Edge, but like he needs that elevation in WWE, and I think it's working out beautifully for him. Like there's some little hokey things the last couple of weeks that they tried to do with the um, Judgment Day, but I think he's Damian Priest's stock has gone up so much just rubbing shoulders with Edge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, OG. So it's it's starting to hit my radar now because I've I've been a little away from wrestling as a whole for the last few weeks, just been busy and stuff. But um I think it's a it's very it, it's interesting to me because we sat there and kind of like blasted AEW for all of the stables that they had. Mm-hmm. And now WWE is starting to build like a, a few, but I'm curious as I guess for me, as long as it doesn't get too like supernatural for me, mm-hmm. then um, I think it'll be, I think it'll be pretty good. And depending on who they, who they bring in, who they uh, keep away from the stable as well, because it, it seems like WWE is focused on using some of their older guys, like you said, like uh, like Edge, Randy, and even um, when AJ was working with Omos to to elevate some of the uh, the younger guys that they have on the roster. So having Edge being able to to help elevate some of these, I get, I don't even want to call it younger talent because, like you said, Priest is getting close to to Edge's age to begin with. But some of the guys that you don't that the casual fan may not know, I guess. Yeah. Right. Um, before we get into who else will do we think will join here, I got to ask the the obvious question. Um, this is a big departure for Edge because of the theme, his entrance theme. I mean, Edge has been synonymous with, you know, what is it? It's Metalingus or something like that. Yeah. Is that the name of the yeah. tune, right? Uh, Edge and Metalingus have been synonymous with each other for a long time. But isn't Here's... the same band doing this? The same band, Metalingus, is doing this song. Well, that's yeah. the name. Sure. Metalingus is the name of the song. It was Bridge. Oh, okay, but yeah. the same, yeah, Alterbridge. Sorry, Al- it's another Alterbridge song. Yes. Yeah. Is it? Um, okay. Yeah. So at least I think it is. Uh, Jamie, I haven't, yeah, I haven't even. I will fact check that. Now. Fact check that. I haven't but, even heard it yet. I, like, it you haven't heard it yet. Oh my no, god! I've been. I haven't watched anything in a few weeks. I told like. Well, you know well, what's been going on. Yeah, yeah. So, so well, I guess that's going to mean that this question is up to Amy then. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it is the same. Um, it is Alterbridge. Amy, do, do you yeah. like the new theme? I do. I like the change because, like, I 
the night it happened, I saw that Twitter was like all going crazy saying like, oh, how could they change the theme? The problem with the theme is if you're going to have him turn heel, the theme is over. So you can't have a newly healed character, especially someone like Edge who's come with the pedigree and everything like that. You cannot have that shift in a character and have something that people can sing. It's the, the when Shinsuke turned heel and they made um, like the rap in the middle of it so people could, weren't able to sing along with it. Yep. It's the same idea. You want to change it to change the character so that yeah. people aren't just like cheering for the song. So yeah. I no. think it's a great song and it's a good choice to how long did we say that Roman needed new music after uh, leaving the Shield and everything? Yeah. And when he finally started this new character of heel Roman, he was still using the Shield's uh, entrance for a little while. Yeah. And they yep. finally got him this new music, and it's wor- it's really worked for him. Yeah. Yeah. I- I'm inclined to agree. Well, let you guys started to talk about it a little bit. Who who else do we see joining this stable right now? Um, start with the uh, OG on this one. I would, I really think, especially with the heel turn that she started, I think Rhea Ripley is a good choice for the the stable as well. But I think that Tommaso Ciampa is going to be a part of the stable because now he has also shown that he is going to be a heel. He's also only going by Ciampa now. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a good spot to put him in, too, because, like we said, Edge is, Edge is there to help elevate some of the guys that the casual fan that probably hasn't watched NXT that much doesn't know. And I think Ciampa is a, a perfect guy to, to fit in there. It's a good spot mm. to put him right as he comes up uh, to the main roster. Mm. Mm. Well, I um I don't disagree with you there. I think that there are a plethora of people that could join this. Um, ultimately, what I would like to see happen would be Goldberg. Did Kevin pay you? <laughs> are Let's you check on, the chat. Are you, there's got to be one. There's got to be one. I have are to you it. on Kevin's fake CCW payroll? <laughs> He's suspended right now. I can suspend you too. <laughs> Please. Okay. <laughs> I'm only here so I don't get fined. <laughs> okay, Ben. <laughs> um, so here, here's what I see happening, or what I would like to see happen, I should say. Um, I see it at SummerSlam being Edge, Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley, and Champa, because I agree with with both of those picks, right? And Amy, I'm going to come to you. Don't worry, because um, I know you have someone else kind of in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see them up against AJ, Finn Balor, um, Ali, and Liv Morgan. I see the faces kind of just joining joining together out of necessity to to battle those four heels. And I think that that's going to make for an awesome mixed tag that has a different feel than a normal mixed tag because it's an eight-person tag. Yeah. With one woman on each side. You know what I mean? Um, it has an almost, dare I say, AEW feel to it. Um 
especially because it's got a couple of old heads in there and a whole bunch of younger people that like to do flippy shit. Uh, you know, um, so so I, I can totally see that happening in the programming going into this summer. Uh, Amy, I know you had someone different in mind. So I know all the rumors and the dirt sheets are saying that like Ray Ripley is the one that is going to be the woman of the stable. I actually think that once she completes this feud with Liv and she rightfully so wins this feud, I think Liv joining this faction would do her a lot more good than Rhea joining the faction. Because Rhea, I feel like, is a good character. She just needs to be put in the main event spot. She needs to be just put there. Stop being in the tag team division. Just be there. I think since losing to Becky, um, what was it, at uh, Royal Rumble or one of those pay-per-views, Liv's been in the main event picture and the tag picture, but her character hasn't really developed much. And I think by losing to Rhea and having like almost a mental breakdown and Edge being the person being like, come with us, we will show you like whatever the Judgment Day's like viewpoint is, uh, whatever they're trying to push. Like, I think she will actually be able to evolve as a character and bring her back up to the main event spot. Mm. Mm. I, um, I have can't her shave her head like uh, CM Punk had uh, Deep. Deep Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, but but Damien Priest has his hair completely. Yeah. Like, it's just the woman. <laughs> it's just the woman. <laughs> um, so I, I agree with everyone's reasoning so far. I think that there's someone else that could really benefit from being involved with this stable. Um, we haven't seen her in a little while on TV. Um, and that's Dewdrop. I think Dewdrop being, because think about it, Dewdrop can outwork three quarters of that locker room. I thought you were going somewhere else, actually. But Okay. Um, I think that Dewdrop could do a lot of good in that stable. And I think it would do a lot of good for Dewdrop to get her over because her work is over. The wrestling part of her gimmick is over. The fans like to watch her work. They hated everything else. Right. Hopefully that gives her a better name too. Oh God, please, please. It's been a while. I think since her championship match, actually. Yeah. Wow. She lost that match to Becky and then we did we didn't see her again really. Maybe she was in like a random tag match on Raw, but that was it. Yeah. So I think that would be a really opportune way to work her back in. Um, and I think it would do a lot of good for her. And I think that it would make them a more monster stable if you're not gonna put Rhea Ripley in it. Yeah. I agree with that. You know? I, I, uh, honestly, I thought you were going Alexa Bliss, but yeah. I, I think, I think, yeah, I think Dewdrop is uh, the Bliss doesn't need it. No, yeah. she doesn't. If Bliss, especially if Bliss, unless they back, go a little, unless they go to uh, Supernatural, then Alexa Bliss will fit in perfectly. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I think that Alexa Bliss is going to come back as Alexa Bliss from four years ago. I hope. I so. want that. Yeah, she was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right. We've talked about this stable. Um, I think we can all agree. It's one of the better things happening in wrestling right now. Um, but is it really the best thing happening in wrestling right now? Nope. 
<laughs> OG is ready and rearing to go. So um, there are a plethora of, of things that this could be. I have like one, two, three. I have like four or five things written down here that I think could be the best thing in wrestling right now. Um, but I don't like to answer first. I like to go to my panel first here. Um, who did I go to first on the last one? I guess it was Will I went to first on the uh, – Yeah, I kind of just jumped in. <laughs> so, so I'm going go to I'm gonna go to Ref Thick as fuck first. Amy. So I have like I'm gonna decide between two things. All right, so I really love what AEW is doing with Wardlow right now. Mm-hmm. Like full stop. Like what they're doing right now. Like granted, the the rest of the show like is up and down. What they're doing with Wardlow and um MJF. This is how you build a star, and you build it like incrementally. They're not blowing off like the the big moment right in the first week of it happening. Each week, they, like, with the um, the new trials of MJF and stuff like that, they're just adding things slowly and slowly and just, like, a new layer and an es- escalation. And I think right now, like, they have the potential of creating a Brock Lesnar-esque, like, character from Wardlow. And yeah. I think with the um, MJF, is just awesome in that role. I, I'm starting to think that it, most of it, the creative decisions are MJF because it seems like everything he's been touching since joining AEW has been like one of the main storylines. Like the thing he did with CM Punk has been great and what he was doing with Jericho was great. So they are doing so well at building Wardlow from just being a henchman to being like a main eventer that I'm just like praying because like other companies like all up and down the board have like been able to build this this monster but then after he's had that moment it flounders I'm just hoping that they keep this going because it's like one of the favorite things like what if I'm not able to watch Dynamite live it's what I skip to when I I, I have a chance to watch a little bit of it so I love what AEW is doing with Wardlow right now supposedly Big Cass is the guy for next week See, I want Enzo to come out first, just, <laughs> just to pretend it's him, and then he he does the whole spiel for like uh like the whole spiel that they would do somewhat in WWE and introduce uh what's his name now Morrissey Big Cass yeah. like yeah so I like I just want that swerve where it's just like Enzo comes out and then he brings out Cass yeah yeah I think it needs to happen. I, don't, I think if it doesn't happen, it's a damn shame. Yeah. Um, now, OG, I, I can, I, I, I'm guessing <laughs> that this is probably your answer as well. Um, There's three three letters that are the the best thing in wrestling right now. It's M J F. Yeah. The anything he has done in AEW has been gold. Like tell tell me one one thing that's gone wrong that he's touched pretty much. What maybe maybe the feud that he had with Darby Allen? Uh, that was gonna say that was the one thing that I was like, eh. yeah. But still, I mean, I mean, the the trial the trials of Jericho were absolute gold. And yeah, I think if you could pick on one thing, maybe they should have gone in a different order. Yeah, but yeah. you can only do. You can only schedule the way you can schedule at that point. I mean, the whole the whole battle between the pinnacle and the inner circle ending the way that it did was absolute gold. 
The only thing he hasn't done yet in AEW is hold a belt. Yeah. Yep. And he's getting he eventually he will get there. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't think there's I mean M, MJF is the only reason that I really follow wrestling at the moment anyway, to begin with. I think the the character it's not even a character, it's just him. Like yeah. I I just think that's how he is. He doesn't have to act. It's crazy because it seems like he's the only one that like it's bad this it's bad phrasing on my part, but he seems like the only guy who's taking the business seriously. Yeah. By never stopping being a character when he's around people. If, I mean, even yeah, even when you see videos of him signing autographs and stuff, he's oh, yeah. absolute dick. Yeah, when someone gave him a Wardlow, like a action yeah. figure to sign, and immediately just threw it away. Like <laughs> literally threw it. Like with yep. that not even hesitating <laughs> he does, it, and he's like i'm not signing what are we, I, I saw a video and like it's the it's the smallest thing but i thought it was 100 percent mjf a kid came up to him in uh in, in an autograph line and asked for his autograph he signed it went to hand it to him and as he's standing there he's, go, he's doing this with the, the autograph yeah he just keeps yeah. moving it out of the kid yeah. like that's just that's him Yep. He knows how to not overdo it to like children, but just yeah. enough to like piss off the child. I don't know. He's he's cursed out a couple of kids. Well, it's only if they start at first. Because if you yeah. watch those videos, he will like if the kid starts like jab, trying to jab with him, he will bring it back. Yeah. Like and so, it's like if he, you, if the parents are allowing them to do that, he's like, okay, well, it's free game now. But if it's like a, just a kid who's kind of shy and wants to like get an autograph, he just like he does minuscule stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. on, and honestly, put people people can call me a mark all they want. I think he is the best person in the business right now on the microphone. One hundred percent. As far as reactionary, like being able to react to the fans, react to people saying stuff. Yes. Yes. And he know. is absolutely the be- the best heel in the business right now. As good as Roman's been as a heel, he's not as good. He's not as good as. MJF. Well, here's here's my thing about MJF. They're two different types of heels, too. But yes, they are. Yeah. Um, first of all, Roman doesn't need to ever be on a, on the stick yeah. as heel Roman because the situation speaks for him now, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but he has Heyman to do any of that stuff now, anyway. So right, right. I like that he hasn't u- overused Heyman though. But yes, that's, that's yeah. a conversation for a different episode. Um, so. I agree that, and and it's it was the first thing I wrote down. MJF, <laughs> MJF Wardlow, right? Um, and you know what, Bruce over at Top Rope, yes, we're praising your boy. I don't, know he's don't he's, don't get a hard on over there, Bruce. Yeah, he's got such a bone right. right now. Yeah, <laughs> you're, not allowed, you're not allowed to have wood, all right? Because I'm going to bring it down a little bit on you right now, <laughs> all right? And you can acknowledge me later, Bruce. It's okay. Um, so. Here's here's the deal. Um, MJF and Wardlow is certainly one of the most entertaining things about wrestling right now, right? Um, I've I've kind of been scouring wrestling Twitter the last couple of days since Will like Will you brought this up maybe a day or two ago Tuesday, you know, and we film on Thursday. Usually when I usually when I give up topics so you people know? have time, right? <laughs> and um. You know, I've been scouring wrestling Twitter, and there's a lot of heat with Sammy, right? There's a lot of heat with Sammy and Tay Conti. Um, 
And and so there's a lot of people talking about how that's great because it's it's got the fans all worked up. Yeah, it's okay. Low key, one of the better storylines that AEW's run. Yeah, it was a very successful double turn. Yeah, yeah, it was a very successful double turn for both of them. Agreed, agreed. Um, so I think that there's that right. I think that obviously Cody on Raw, we talked about it last week. Um, has been managed very, very well. They've let him be him. And as a result, Raw has become more entertaining because of it. Now, there's something to be said for the fact that MJF has been doing the MJF thing for three years now. And he's been very, very consistent with it. Right? Um, I'm bored a little bit sometimes with MJF. How dare you? Because because I know what I'm getting. It's like watching an Eddie Kingston promo. Every Eddie Kingston promo is the same goddamn promo. Yeah, he delivers it very passionately, but it's the same fucking promo every single time, right? So so I feel like I, I just feel like I'm starting to get that way with MJF a little bit, where it's just a little bit too redundant for me, and it's just like insert name here. Your mother's a whore. Like it's like I feel like I'm watching Saturday Night Live with an Alex Trebek skit. You know, Sean Connery. Like, I, like I really do. It, it's it's starting to get that way a little bit for me. Um, that being said, I I do believe this is one of the most entertaining things in wrestling right now, um, because his delivery is that good. But Cody being able to help unsink the freaking Titanic mm. on Monday Night Raw, that's that's a pretty damn good thing in wrestling right now. He's resurrecting a three-hour show. You know, um, KO and Ezekiel. Oh highly my God. I'm so happy <laughs> highly, I called highly that. Highly entertaining. <laughs> I'm so happy I called that, that he was, he was going to be the only person who's like acknowledging the fact yep. <laughs> that he's Elias. Yep. It's, it's so entertaining. It's fantastic. Uh, um, all they did was give him new shorts and have him shave, shave his beard. It's great. It's fantastic. They almost had me convinced that there's a twin brother, and they just like fast rooted <laughs> him on steroids. <laughs> and Elias is going to come out one day and swerve us all. Oh man, <laughs> that would be incredible. It would well, be no, fantastic. I posted. I like tw- tweeted at WWE. I was just like, we need to have a cinematic match with KO in a handicap match against Ezekiel and Elias. Uh, Elias. Make it happen. It's a cinematic match. You could do it. <laughs> oh, man. They'd have to, like, buy a beer that, that would stay on, though. Yeah, they would have to get some really <laughs> heavy, like, makeup and stuff on there. But yep, I think yep. they could do it. Oh, they could definitely do it. They could definitely do it. Um, I think it's one of the most entertaining things in wrestling right now. That storyline is fantastic. Uh, Edge's new stable. Very, very good. Even with the Undertaker lights. Which, by the way, I still, I still kind of feel like it's blasphemy, but I'm not going to go there because Edge will just call me out on Monday Night Raw. Um, <laughs> you know, I, but I think, it's, I think it's really good. RK Bro, really, really good in wrestling right now. Really, mm-hmm. really good in wrestling right now. Roman Reigns, even though it's a little bit stale. It's a little stale right now, right? It's still one of the best things in wrestling, right? Um, we're getting a New Japan AEW pay-per-view. That's going to be fire. Like, that's all the dream matches, all of them. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. You know, like, like, th- there's so much good happening in wrestling right now. It's hard to find one thing that is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't think that MJF and Wardlow supersedes all of those things. Some of them, yes, but not all of them, you know? Um, I think the obvious answer, though, there is one obvious answer, is uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling, Alive Wrestling, every week. There every you go. week. Every Almost week. like yeah. Goldberg again. No. <laughs> nope. Just... It's Alive Wrestling on YouTube every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock p.m., Go over to Coastal Championship Wrestling's web, uh, website at ccwrestlingfl.com slash events. Get your tickets. You never know when you're going to be at a TV taping. You'll Every never, weekend. Every and weekend. And you'll never know when you will get to see ref thick as fuck out there looking thick as fuck. Just saying. And probably getting hit by something. And yeah. probably getting That's... hit by something. Or somebody. You One know. of them. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. What you're saying is, is that it's easy to hit that. That's what you're saying. Right. I guess technically that is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. All right, there you go. That's one for the books. Stay folks. out of the DMs. Stay out of the DMs. <laughs> My friends, please let us know your thoughts. What do you think is the best thing happening in wrestling right now? And what do you think of Edge's new gimmick and his new stable? Hit us up in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube. Go and uh, if you're listening on Sportswire, if you're listening on a podcast platform, if you're watching on Roku, hit us up on social media at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go over to watermaneuver.net. Get yourself some merch. Help us get Tyler some better internet. And uh, my friends, we will catch you guys next time here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. 